me. Dr. Scott, I'm sorry about your nephew. Eddie? Yes, well, perhaps it was for the best. <laughs> Leave now, Dr. Scott, while it is still possible. We are about to beam the entire house back to the planet of transsexual in the galaxy of Transylvania. Welcome to another edition of Sounds from the Street. I am your humble host, DJ Aisha. I told myself I would not touch the mic stand, and I did. There's an issue with it, so I'll just hold it. I'm okay with that. I'm a big girl. <laughs> but anyways, it's, it's really good to be back uh, here at Mutiny Radio, hosting Sounds from the Street. Um, and uh, we have some guests today. I think they're still setting up or they're still uh, getting their bearings here at Mutiny Radio. So I'm just going to read some uh, music news. Um, there's been a lot the past couple weeks since I was in the studio, but uh, luckily for you, I actually had some time to do some research before the show and kind of see what was out there. So I know a lot of bands have been doing, either they haven't been touring and they've just been making plans for later this year, or uh, they have been doing some live streams. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm really looking forward to going to shows in person again, because it's been uh, over a year now, <laughs> almost a year and a half for me. Uh, the last show I went to was Lady Tron at the UC Theater. I think it was uh, December 2019. So really looking forward to the next one, that's for sure. Uh, but anyways, uh, this story is from TheEnemy.com. Uh, you might have heard of a band called The Hives. Uh, they were really popular about 20 years ago. Um, and I guess they've been touring here and there, uh, you know, throughout the past couple years. So I guess they did some kind of rock and roll kill brain cells <laughs> a quiz. Uh, so... That's where the journalist quizzes the artists on their own career to see how much they can remember and find out if uh, the booze, loud music, and or tour sweeties uh, has knocked the knowledge out of them. Never heard that before, but it sounds interesting. 
All right. So, uh, so first question without the pop-up is, uh, what front man once dressed as you for Halloween? Dave Grohl. Correct. At a 2002 New York gig, the Foo Fighters played a Halloween gig and they all dressed as us and started the set with hate to say I told you so. I've seen the footage and talked to him about it. It was amazing. He did that. We're friends now. I've sang an ACDC song with him live. I sold him a guitar. I went to his 50th birthday party and I threw up in his house. <laughs> Uh, one New Year's Eve while wearing a hat made out of an actual wolf's head. Okay. It was very undignified, but a great party. Uh, question number two. Uh, you were signed to Alan McGee's Pop Tones label. Who plays him in his recent biopic creation stories? I know from speaking to Alan, it's a guy from Trainspotting, but I don't remember his name. Wrong. It's Alan Bremner. Uh, Poptons released the Best of Compilation, your new favorite band, as your UK debut album in 2001. What did the garage band boom feel like? <sighs> I remember those days. Being punk rockers, we were paranoid because we wrongly thought UK popularity would be intense but short-lived, so we were determined to make the most of it. Becoming an overnight success after seven years in a band is such a fun experience. The first couple of big shows in London felt like every famous English person we knew existed was there. Your Noel Gallagher's, David Beckham's, and Jarvis Cocker's. It felt like stardom in movies, like everybody famous is into the same thing now. Who's been the most unexpected person who's turned out to be a Hives fan? On one hand, I think we're really good, so it shouldn't be unexpected. But Tom Hanks, I didn't know he was into fast rock and roll, so that surprised me. But the respect is mutual. <laughs> Name all of your original nicknames from the Hives 1994 demo. Sounds like sushi. Mm, it's Curly Sue, now Dr. Matt Destruction, uh, Pig Champion Jr., Vigilante Carl Strum. I was Pete Fire, then Chris Dangerous, remained Chris Dangerous. And oh man, who is Nicholas Arson? He's in the room. I could just ask him. I don't think I'm going to crack this one. Wrong. Nicholas was known as Velvet, quote-unquote. That's right. It was from Mel Torme, whose nickname was The Velvet Fog. On that first demo tape, we came up with those names while doing the artwork, and we also had a side projects like Pete Fire and The Flames. The tracks include Nymphomaniac Dentist, Constipation, <laughs> and We've Got Hives. We were age 14-ish and taking our first fidgeting steps into the world of music. There was a rumor that we were the fastest band in our tri-state area. Uh, number four. Sorry, there's a lot of questions. Okay. Complete the following lyrics. <laughs> I bought no tree this year and I slept with your brother. I wrecked your daddy's car and went down on your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. From A Christmas Duel, the Hive's 2008 festive duet with Cindy Lauper. It took some corralling to get Cindy Lauper to sing, especially that line. Uh, Nicholas played her a bunch of old Soul Stars records after they'd finished a recording. They'd sometimes record joke songs, which are some of the raciest stuff, all about cocaine and hookers, etc. She loves all those old singers, so we played her it and it 
said it's fine if you sing this. She was worried about the reaction. She took a long time to warm up. She was blowing up balloons and doing vocal warm-ups I'd never seen before, but then she amazingly nailed it in one take. Our manager knew Cindy Lauper, and we said she should ask her to duet with us, which sparkled the idea for the song. We listened to her first album, 1983's She's So Unusual, so much in the van when we were touring. That's interesting. Uh, number five, in a 2003 Q Magazine interview, which veteran rocker invited you to suck his stick? <laughs> okay, uh, John Bon Jovi. Correct. <laughs> uh, Nicholas said that it always happens in a gorilla pack when the new alpha gorilla comes in and the old silverback has to go away and die. He gets mad about it and says things like this. That was the correct analysis of the situation. The interviewer was saying that Bon Jovi is mega successful, sold a gazillion records, but has never been a cool band. And he responded by saying something like, what's a cool band? Is it the Hives with the fucking guy who stole his personality from James Brown and Mick Checker? He should get his own personality. I don't think he was mad at me. He was just mad he was the old silverback who now has to go away and die. I've never met him. Ever had any other memorable moment comments? Uh, Liam Gallagher said we reminded him of the monkeys, but that was part of the game, and we met him since, and he was awesome. His exact quote was, They remind me of the monkeys. They wear the same fucking suits all the time, like school uniforms. They might as well enlist in the fucking army. What's wrong with that, Liam? He wears a parka. That's army wear. We all liked each other, but it worked better in magazines to talk shit about each other. He's pretty good at it, too. Probably second after me. Number six, on the Hive's first enemy cover in February 2002, three things are mentioned in the headline, sex, booze, and what? Is it something Swedish? Fistfights? Oh, Kylie. Correct. She was in a lingerie commercial with one of our songs, Main Offender at the time. We met her while filming Top of the Pops and at the MTV Awards, and she seemed lovely. I had a birthday when we played the Roxy in LA and the likes of Courtney Love and Morrissey turned up, and afterwards they'd baked me a cake with that enemy cover on it, so it was a big deal in the music industry. Uh, maybe I'll read one or two more. Uh, at the 2002 MTV Video Music Awards, the Hives and the Vines played together in a garage rock battle of the bands. Which third the group was invited but refused to play? Probably the White Stripes. Wrong, it's the Strokes. <laughs> we were asked to play the MTV Awards. Then the Battle of the Bands concept came after. We figured we'd win, so we accepted laughs. I think they're laughing. Um, I can see that Julian Casablancas and, and co. probably felt it was too corny to compete in music or whatever. Maybe I'm more of a showbiz person. It was a lot of fun, though, so no regrets. Uh, maybe the Strokes should have said yes, Coming from the underground, all of us bands weren't used to being in a mainstream environment, but it always seemed more fun to say yes than no. More fun shit happens that way. Okay, one more, and then I think I'm over this. Uh, number eight. In 2008, the Hives played a gig at a zoo. Who did you claim the set list had been selected by? The gorillas? Correct. At the zoo theme festivals, Zoo 1008 at Port Limpney Wild Animal Park. Yeah, I remember having some conversations with the gorillas, not the band, the animals. 
it was a strange gig. Grills have that stressy, sweat smell of ice hockey dressing rooms. It could just be because they're in captivity. I've yet to find out what a wild gorilla smells of. Add it to the bucket list. Where's where's been the most unusual place you've played? Uh, early on, we played a submarine in France that was converted into a punk club. We we climbed down a gun turret to reach the stage. It had weird acoustics and only c- and could only fit around 40 people. Going out in the early days, claiming you were the best band in the world on stage, did you ever face resistance? We'd get into fights on our first tours because we said we were the best band in the world and a crowd member didn't agree, or, and it was often, the the same people, because we played too short a set, so that disproved their point. If we're not the best band in the world, why would you want us to play longer? I'm sorry, this interview is very entertaining to read. I only, I actually, funny story, I only read like the first few sentences before I make a decision if I want to read the story. So, uh, yeah, I didn't know about all that other risque stuff, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> How about you guys? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Well, I'm so glad that you guys could make it. I did not turn on the Instagram yet. Um, so I don't know if you want to do like a quick introduction on the the mic while I set it up. Does that sound good? Okay, let's do it. Can, is, should we put these on? Okay. <laughs> okay. We want to hear you. We want to hear you. Okay. I can barely hear myself too. So should we put these on so we know? Um, yeah, you can put okay. them on. I'll be able to hear you too. Um, do you guys hear yourselves? Mm-hmm. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. You can, can hear. hear really? You just scream into the microphone again. Yeah, yeah, I, can hear I can hear her. I just can't hear myself. Uh, now I can. Yeah, <laughs> okay, sounds good. You got this. We'll have to get a little close then. Um, so yeah, I'm Giselle, and our band's name is Catch. I sing. Anyone else want to introduce themselves? <laughs> My name's Caleb. I play the drums. I'm River. I play guitar or try to. <laughs> I also try to play bass sometimes, but only when we're live, because that's when push comes to shove. <laughs> we're but a power trio. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> I'm yeah. Can I ask you guys a stupid question? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm trying to go live on Instagram, and I don't understand the new layout. <laughs> Do you need some help? I might, yeah. We actually <laughs> just went live yesterday, so oh, Caleb will definitely be able to oh, help wait. you. Yes. Wait. Caleb's, <laughs> Caleb's actually IT. Oh, my God. I love that. So just go live? Yeah. I don't understand none of that. So much. Nice. This is actually a new introduction. I was living in the the 2000s before I started doing Instagram. 
<laughs> I think actually before before the the pandemic I was like we don't need to go on Instagram like everybody goes on Instagram everyone does a podcast now and we were doing it like before it was cool <laughs> but now it's like it, it, it kind of helps right like it's kind of cool to to see what people are doing like yeah. I get the I get the the appeal of it I guess you could say yeah having the option is nice like if somebody wants to just listen to it when they're driving or they want to actually look at it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of cool yes uh so tell me a little bit how you guys uh got together and you know what, what's what was your inspiration for starting a band that's a good question does anyone want to answer it or should i answer it <laughs> i can start i mean i feel like everyone everyone <laughs> probably has their own story um but we are friends first and foremost definitely um i met caleb when he was a very young boy that's weird that i said that <laughs> it sounds very true <laughs> it was true but it just sounds so weird and i met him when he was like 14 or something like that something oh really gosh. little and you know i just knew him and then I met River when I was, when he was, <laughs> since I'm saying everyone's age, how old were you? I don't know. He was also a youngish man. I was like 19. Bro. Yeah. Maybe 18, I don't know. I met River like maybe like three years after or something like that. But we just, I've always wanted to be in a band. It was like my dream forever. Mm -hmm. um, and I honestly can't believe that we are a band or like that we even got together like it's weird to think that people that you know are like talented um <laughs> because so many people i yeah. know aren't <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i agree with you 100 percent. and i'm glad that you that you that you i don't know if you want to share your age but for me i just was kind of blind to it i was like oh everyone has their talent you know everyone's <laughs> good at something but then when you get older you're like no maybe not, <laughs> maybe not yeah but yeah another weird thing is how many of our friends do have musical abilities and like right some people we know are just crazy good in songwriting and arranging and things like that yeah and they've helped inspire us like probably more than what we listen to that's great. You mean more like uh, like the Hives or somebody who's 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 really famous? I see what you're saying. That's amazing. And you guys are uh, from the Bay Area. You grew up here. How do you how do you feel about the changing music scene over the past couple couple of years? Honestly. Like, how do you, do you feel like you're going to be doing more things online versus in-person shows, that sort of thing? Um, yeah, I mean, we did a couple of gigs, like, before COVID hit and things like that, but I feel like gigs are so hard to, like, land always. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I personally, I don't know how you guys feel about this, I feel like with the pandemic, like, after this, people are so eager to have events and like have live music that I think it's going to have like a really big start and there will be more opportunities. Yes. So that's what I think. I hope so too. I hope so. And have you guys played a show here in San Francisco? No. Not never. yet? Oh, okay. Never. Well, 
hopefully, like you're saying, hopefully that there will be more opportunities. I was just telling someone before I, before I came in that uh, I thought some of the shows might even be happening like this month, but because, because I guess everybody hasn't gotten their vaccine or whatever, they're just worried that they're going to have this grand, you know, they'll have shows and then nobody will, will show up. So I'm, I'm hoping that'll change by, you know, the time the, the summer comes around or the even the end of summer. I think the next show on my list was the the Green Day, Weezer and, and Fall Out Boy. And I saw those bands when I was growing up, but I was like, that would be so fun to see them like at the, the ballpark and I've never like been to a, a Giants game or, you know, been at an, been at that particular venue. So I'm like, you know what, maybe it would be worth it after you know, the past year and a half that it's, that it's been, you know, so. I, I haven't actually heard about that. Can you explain <laughs> that to me? Like, I'm a little bit confused. We can friend each other on Facebook. I'll send you all the invites. That's what I used to do. <laughs> I was very much that girl. People were always like, okay, show what's going on this week and what tickets can you get for me and blah, 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 blah. So this past year and a half, I'm like, oh my God, I missed that part of life. <laughs> But apparently, I think it was supposed to happen, I guess it was last year it was supposed to happen. It was like one of those like epic, like uh, like I saw Weezer, uh, who did I see? Foo Fighters, Weezer, and Hot Hot Heat. And that was Whoa, like 20 awesome. years ago. Um, so it was one of those kind of lineups. And I was like, well, I've seen Green Day and I've seen Weezer like so many times. But, you know, if the timing's right. And now I'm like, the timing's right. <laughs> yeah. The timing's so right. <laughs> With Lil Wayne. Uh, right? Oh, was he? No, that was Lil Wayne. I thought it was uh, Run the... I saw Weezer play with Run the Jewels. And that was... It was interesting. It was a festival. So it was like Blondie headlined one night. Weezer played another night. I forgot who the other one was. but So, okay, but I'm still confused. Like, it's <laughs> like a baseball game. And oh, shit, like, it's uh, the Giant Stadium. So I oh, guess it's called, yeah, it's at the Giant Stadium. So it's There's no baseball that day. I don't know. There was baseball today. <laughs> I have a, I have, like, okay. Oh, they did? Metallica come? <laughs> I just, I don't know either. I think they played, I think the last time they played here was, Sail, you know how Sail Dreamforce? It's not a dream. Uh, but they do like their special concerts for their events. And it's only people who are in the know about it get to go. Really? So they did it. I think it was a couple, maybe it was like four or five years ago. They played on the, the you know how they have the piers, like Pier 27, Pier yeah. 39. So the farther you go that way, a lot of them are like abandoned warehouses or whatever. So they they rented that. And I was like, oh, that would be cool. That but is so, how do you get in the know? Um, I You pretty much have to know somebody who works at Salesforce that would wow. be like, sure, I have an extra ticket. Wow. Unfortunately, I don't. <laughs> Even though in my industry you think you would, I would, because I I'm a resume writer during the week, so. <laughs> I just help my friends with their resumes and they're like, yeah. Resume if you want me to give you a free consultation, just let me know. <laughs> but um, it's been a you know it's been a good industry to to be in. Honestly, not to brag or anything, but kind of. <laughs> uh, it's 
yeah, no, it was really good. And then obviously the pandemic happened. So I was like, well, I don't have my other job anymore. So maybe I'll just do this full time and see what happens. So that was that was a big transition for me, to so be honest. How has it been? It's picking up, but it's it's hard when you're a freelancer. And you guys probably know this, too, as artists. Like, you never know when you're going to, you know, uh, when your project's going to be picked up, you never know. Like for me, for me, I go from project to project, so I don't really know who wants to work with me till they throw the money at me. Like, here you go, let's get started. So every time they do that, I'm like, oh my god, it's magical. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's uh, this microphone, man. But no, it's 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 been good. It's it's a good industry to be in. Obviously, it was it was better um, before the pandemic. It was it was just like night night and day. I was working seven days a week, and then in January, I was like, I'm gonna figure out what an out of office message is because this is ridiculous. Like, I don't want to work seven days a week anymore. But you know how that is in the in this day and age. It's like you know people email you at night and on the weekends, and and you want to respond. You want to be. Uh, you want to be there for people, but then people really jump on that. So that's a fine line. But anyways, enough about me. <laughs> I want to learn more about you guys. Um, so have you have you been working on material uh, the past year or so, or or what's what's that process been like? It's definitely been a roller coaster. I think we can all agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So we that we wanted to come out with an album so we've been working on that a lot and it's tough like it's literally tough especially when you can't like see each other as much and things yeah. like that um obviously yeah so river kind of took on like learning um, the software and like mixing and mastering and he's done a, such a good job um, but it's tough you know because you can't practice virtually that's just not really a thing is it possible to do it on on zoom like a like a conference call or is it just too weird because you can't really talk simultaneously on Zoom. Like, you can never hear someone Oh, else. yeah. I noticed that. And they yeah. made, I think it was okay before, but then they made an update where it's like whoever's talking is the video that shows. Uh -huh, yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. And that's the thing also with technology, too. Like, it's, I mean, it's great, but it, it, it doesn't have that, like, organic, like, chemistry like you would when you yeah. meet, meet somebody in person, right? Exactly, yeah. And it's I, like a... It's like a vibe blocker. Like it's a vibe blocker. You, I you love that. You try to catch the vibes <laughs> when you're in person, but then yeah. they block it with the phone. Or, yeah, they so block it. It's been yeah. tough, but we are almost done with the album. Nice. How How much do you think? Like, how? There were like five, six, seven. <laughs> oh, that's good. We've been putting in like a lot of Blood, sweat, and tears. Basically, the majority of Definitely. <laughs> He's Yay, River. He's holding. He's holding the uh, the instrument too. So you better watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. how you know. Yeah. The past month, like, I I was really busy with school and all the other stuff. And yeah. So the album's delayed 
It's only because of you. Oh. Um, honestly. I'm I'm glad yeah. that you're that you're getting an education. What are you studying? Uh, oh yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> now that you brought it up. <laughs> um, I'm studying industrial design. Oh neat. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's been cool, but it's it's been a lot of work, and I'm now, um, I think especially now recently, we uh-huh. need to do a lot more with the band and like get oh, more yeah. active. Mm-hmm. Just the past year, because of COVID, even outside of COVID, we would practice very rarely. Um, we would, we would do things here and there, mm-hmm. but I think now, especially with the work Rivers putting in, we want to have an album. We want to practice more regularly. Probably mm-hmm. do more things like this more regularly. Yeah. Um. So that would be cool, but yeah. I think it it takes more effort from like yeah. well, not Rivers. I think it I does. Think it's just, yeah. It's very motivating. Like when you make something really beautiful or like something you really love, it it gets you it it gives you that momentum that you need to like work hard and make like more awesome things. Yeah. And also, do you feel like validation is important? I feel like I need it, unfortunately. I think for River it is. <laughs> He's like, for yeah, me, guys. I can hear it and I can just love it and it's like enough. Like for me to just, I just love it. But I think it just depends on the person. I think it's it's weird for me too because I I play drums, but I like I didn't really have lessons or anything, and I'm not like River is extremely talented in guitar. Like that comes very naturally and easy for River and Giselle. He learned. He learned from the best. I've seen them too. (laughs) That's the other thing. Our like our music tastes. I love that we so all have different very different music tastes. Oh, that's awesome. I have a very, like, hip-hop, like, East Coast background. Oh, really and cool. And River's, like, the opposite. But we both love each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. And they love each other as well, which is <laughs> the most great. important thing. And hopefully it's, like, a way of, of complementing each other because if you had the same background and, you know, the same interests, the same, you know, personality type, it's like, yeah. well, why am I talking to myself? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I think our music can be diverse. I mean, we're only on our first album, but I think in the future we'll have a lot of different styles and influences yeah. and weird things that I want to throw in. <laughs> for sure, yeah. for sure. Definitely. Yeah, there's, I mean, maybe that's the one, the other good thing about technology, even though we were downplaying it. There's just, there's so much that you can do now, um, you know, at, at your, your fingertips. I wanted to learn piano. <laughs> <laughs> but I could do, do it on, do it on my computer. <laughs> How has it been going? Oh, I haven't started yet. <laughs> but I made a list like um uh probably before the pandemic just of, of things that I w- want to do and most of them I've gotten to but that one I haven't just cuz honestly making money is like that's kind of at the top of the list right Makes now. Sense. But have you gotten through all your house projects yet? <laughs> um Honestly, yeah, I really okay. like, I think we all, all of us, really like doing things with our hands. We mm-hmm. like making little things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been... This album has been my house project. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. But I need construction, so I, I don't even like doing house projects. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like, I, I live uh, in San Francisco, and... I just look at things and I'm like, I should probably do them. But then there's other times where I'm like, I just don't have the time to do them. Like, even though I'm working from home now, it's like, 
I, I wish I thought I would have more time, but the time just escapes us all. <laughs> yeah. What are you What are you looking forward to the most? Um, once uh, you know performances are happening, you get to release the album. Like, wh what are you really really looking forward to? Oh, we really miss that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been, I've been, t like, in order to like have the motivation to like keep going, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember how I felt at this gig, or you know, when I met that person or interviewed so and so, like that was really cool. Like, it was all just kind of spur of the moment, and it and it happened, you Have know. You yeah, do you know the, the do you know the band War on Drugs? I don't think he's in the band now and now of course his name escapes me but maybe you could look it up later. I think he I think he does like a solo project now and he's pretty well known. That's that's the biggest one I can think of. Um I also interviewed the, one of the guys that was in Depeche Mode. Like he wrote Ooh, that's cool. He wrote all the he was in the band up until like the 90s. He's no longer in it, but he wrote like all their hits and when they were really big in the 80s and, and 90s. So, so that was really cool. And then that was a long time ago then. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've had a lot of great opportunities. Um, I got to go to a lot of festivals, that's you know, awesome. around the country. Um, so that's how I spent, you know, most of my 20s and some of my 30s too, so. Cool. <laughs> it's been a good ride um but now it's i don't know um one of the venues that i w work with sometimes the uc theater in berkeley i don't know if you've heard of it yeah they started like 2016 uh so about five years ago and i feel bad like i feel bad emailing them like once the show start again because i would always email them and be like hey like do you have any f tickets for giveaway so now i'm like they probably <laughs> need the money yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, maybe I'll just email them and they might decline, like, so that that might be a thing of the past now, but we'll we'll see how it goes. But that was, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. There was a lot of good shows there. I went to see Green Day there, but oh, I, cool. I, I paid to see them there, but it's like, whoa, it's like such a intimate It's a very venue. nice venue. I mean, oh, venues of that shape are just nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <sighs> Yeah. Um. This one, it's an old movie theater. Oh wait, I'm I th thinking of the, the Greek theater. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of. That one I haven't been to yet, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't even know there. they had another one. Yeah, it's um, it's an old movie theater on University Avenue. Yeah. So there's like there's like a Goodwill next to it, a couple of restaurants and stuff like that. But yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. It's really, they were. I, I felt like they were very eclectic. I mean, the Bay Area is really eclectic, but I mean, they had bands that I'd never heard of from like Russia. Like I can't even pr pronounce the name. And there was they had like a, a huge following. Really? Like the line was like towards the BART station, which was like a block away. And I was like, whoa, how did they? How did they do this? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, just just stuff like that, you know. <laughs> 
Hopefully. And um, what's the best way for people to find you online? That's a good question. We've actually kind of, we're not the best at social media at all. Yeah. Um, we have our Instagram. <laughs> um, we're all learning to live stream. Yeah. Um, we have our Instagram, which is catch with a K mm-hmm. underscore DA. That's the Californian. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, it's just like Spotify where we're like releasing our music and things like that. Oh, I tried to find you guys on Spotify. Is it K period, A period or just? Yeah. Like, oh, like okay. Everyone has a period. Gotcha. Because yes. I listened to one of the songs that you sent me and I was like, whoa, that's pretty good. I wonder if I can just stream it. Yeah. We're working on it. Yeah. Soon, soon you'll be able to stream almost everything we've written. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're close. Get, get all those streams <laughs> in, get those cents in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Get those cents uh, sent directly to your bank account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's also I don't I don't I'm sure they're still around, but back in my day, the, uh, a lot of bands did CD Baby. Yeah. Like they s- sold like an actual. Yeah, we we ha- had a few options when figuring out how to distribute it. We ended up going with a thing called DistroKid. Okay. I think it's the same concept. Yeah, DistroKid. I'll have to look them up. I and think that's like kind of the new norm. Like I know a lot of people use yeah. DistroKid. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Kind Interesting. Of but I had also heard of CD Baby as well. CD Baby. And then Bandcamp. Yeah. I've also heard. Yeah. They have an actual. They have an actual. Uh, what do you call it? Store now in Oakland. Really? Yeah, that's I haven't. Cool. I haven't been yet, but I heard about it and I was like, that's awesome. And then, um, of course, one, two, three, four. Uh, g- mm-hmm. I think they closed the one that was on um, Valencia, but I think they still have, they still have, uh, they still have one uh, near MacArthur Bart Station. Yeah. It's the good old days. Yeah, a lot of the record stores I went to when I was a teenager are. But I have I have fun memories of them. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I remember getting you know Green Day's first few albums, Bikini Kill, and you know it was just fun to like physically have it and definitely yeah. look at the liner notes and the the pictures. I don't know. I'm getting old. <laughs> I know. Is that kind of the drawback now that even though they're supposedly making a comeback, it's like. They have to charge more to 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 make a profit. Yeah, I I think it's cool that so many people are into it, and usually when a lot of people are into something, I think it's lame. But <laughs> with, with right records, I think it's really cool that so many people are collecting now. It's so cool. I have I have a few from that time period, meaning about twenty years ago, and I think they they're probably worth something now. But. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple stores in San Jose that are like now they have like high end record stores. Oh, they do. And they'll be like <laughs> boutique super, record stores, like super expensive records. Wow. On the top, like the mint condition is the one. Yeah. That yeah. Been, the first like original the press and stuff like that. Mm. But I've been into like I've been collecting records since like sixth grade, and yeah. then now I finally have <laughs> a record partner to go record <laughs> with. Yay. Um, so what? 
He probably has a better record collection from my dad. My dad made the mistake of like giving it like in the nineties. He just gave them away and sold it. This is a dying breed. But I, I, I mean, mine probably isn't as extensive. I have a lot of like old school punk rock kind of stuff. Some of it from Amoeba, some of it from eBay. Um, you know, just like random times. Uh, I should. Yeah. On San, on uh, Pal Street. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember trying to get a job there. So when they closed, I wasn't too sad because uh, I shouldn't say anything on the air. But Yeah, it, it, maybe if they would have given you a job there, Jordan. <laughs> they'd still be open. <laughs> when did they close? Was it like a couple of years ago? I don't remember. It's, it's been a while. And then they had the, the pizza place. The, the Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Bl- Blondies, like they were, oh, it, like they were known for having the pizza place and the the record shop. I went there a couple times, but but yeah, no, I I miss that. It's like before when I was a student, it was like you know go in there and just look at go to every floor and and look at all the records. Like what's out? Yeah. God, it's, like, it's like a social gathering, social networking. <laughs> Remember that, Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> he doesn't care about that. Maybe that's part of the problem. It's like part of, part of his 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 uh the way he he lured my generation in because I'm the same age as him. It's like oh yeah, social networking is so great. It's like wow, I spent so much time in front of the computer when I could have been doing a lot of other productive things. But maybe that's what people have been doing this past year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> making up for it but yeah I mean I find I don't know about you guys I I don't use social media as much as I did when it first came out I'm more hesitant social media hesitant is that a word um (laughs) (laughs) right now (laughs) they're gonna end our life apparently they disrupt lives when you're playing like a recording on the live like some uh influencer that I that I watched, she was like she was trying to do like karaoke or whatever, and she has like a million followers, and I guess they decided to disrupt her feed, so she had to keep signing back on, signing back on. That's odd. Because it's like, copyright. yeah, copyright. It's Mark yeah. himself. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, you can't do this. Will they disrupt us for playing our own stuff? Definitely no. not. I mean, no. we did a live yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I think we're we're on the what do you call them the bottom rung. No offense. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. There are perks to that. You have a b- we have a lot more freedom than you know, people who are all the way at the top. I guess you could say. I was watching a Joe Rogan recently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he was talking about. Uh, he was talking to the Black Keys, and he, they were saying how when your band becomes that big, becomes like a business, like a corporate almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cause then it it feels like it takes the f- like the fun out of it, right? Like you pretty much know like what's the next strategic move instead of doing cool things. Like Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters is like, I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna record this album in analog in my garage, you know, like stuff where people maybe would be like, why would you want to do that? But that's that's what makes them cool. They just 
you know, they keep doing things that are important to them and, of course, the fans to a certain extent. But yeah. And that's why, like, sometimes when artists are out with a new album, I'm like, everyone's, like, changing and experimenting all the time with music. And, like, that's a good thing, yeah. Yes. I made my garage into a music Oh, you did? How cute. So good. They like built oh. it, like the shelves themselves, and like we put like a bunch of like music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to, fo- I don't think I'm following you on Instagram. I'll have to take yeah. a look. That's so we so want to cool. do like stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. I I used to be like, how dare they cover this song? But maybe the past year, I'm like, whoa, there's some, there's some really good covers, like new, you know, newer bands, um, you know, c- covering the classics, you know, p- putting their own take on it. And I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just more appreciative now. Yeah, for sure. I feel like sometimes when you Remix, yeah. You think of uh, Kanye West, <laughs> musician. <laughs> Who? Sorry. I said I think of Kanye West too. Did he? When? I missed that. Uh, I don't know. Oh my god. Good. Well, didn't go so well. He's trying. He's going. He's he's going out of his comfort zone. He's pushing the parameters. I remember when he was, I mean, he, I think he'd been out for a while, but he had an album that came out when I was still a student. That was a while ago, 808 Heartbreak or something. And he was, I mean, he was kind of doing the auto-tune thing, but I was like, oh, I could listen to this. That's when he started playing like a little bit. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. But. After, after two crappy albums. <laughs> there's, I'm sure there's some good songs in there. It's just, I guess now it's hard because you're so, uh, what do you call it, inundated with with the with the news and you know this is what they're doing now. This is like their personal life, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. But um, yeah. Who who are you guys listening to right now? Who? <laughs> can't stop listening to M.I.A. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> um, I'm very into, okay, so the, the band The Lemon Twigs is so good. I don't know. If you I've heard of them. They're so good. Okay, I'll have to listen to them. I was, I thought you were going to say F.K. Twigs. I was like, I really like her. <laughs> I've been meaning to listen to her, so now I'll listen to FK Twigs and The Lemon. We're like addicted to Anderson Pack as a group. That's something we can all agree on. So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Anderson Pack. Um, yeah, he, he, him and Bruno Mars are like collabing. 
I saw Bruno Mars. Yeah. He's so incredible. Really? Yeah. I was really nuts out to go. Like, I, I thought he was cool, but I was yeah. a huge fan until this Sonic thing. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him, a friend of mine, she was able to, sorry for all the bang. Uh, she was able to see him through her, the company that she worked for. So it was one of those kind of Salesforce C type events. But that was really cool. That was when um, that one song came out, the one he did with Mark Ronson. I forgot the name. Uh, Uptown Funk, yeah, that one. So I was like, I want to see Mark. But he wasn't there. But that was okay. It was still a fun night, you know? Yeah. Um, we've also, as I feel like as a group, a Tribe Called Quest has been kind of yeah. up there for all of us. Oh, that's neat. Like my, that's actually my all-time favorite uh, rap group. Okay. Okay. I've heard a few of their songs. I, I, I should yeah. I should so good. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to listen to it more. <laughs> I remember the first Outside Lands I went to, they were supposed to come, and then oh. they like didn't come, and it like got postponed, yeah. and then they still didn't come, and everyone was like devastated. That's crazy. I can't imagine ex- experiencing that. I, I went to Outside Lands a couple of times. Really? When did you go? I went, the first time was 2013, so that was uh, Paul McCartney, Red Hot Chili Peppers... Uh, and Mate- Mate- no, it wasn't Metallica. It was Nine Inch Nails. Oh, interesting. So that was so really good. That was good. a while ago. Yeah. yeah, that was a while ago. And then what was the next one? 2015 was, uh, why can't I remember the name? Grimes was there. Oh, I, th- no. I think that was 2015. <laughs> ask you guys about that i was like so what do you think about elon <laughs> musk trying to be host <laughs> snl um yeah we saw her lionel richie so i think that was 2016 that one wasn't as that, yeah, i mean outside lands is always like that like it's like a yeah. it's It's like, weird, right? I loved it too. It was like okay, so like for example, and that was also when Lil Wayne and Blink One Eighty Two were touring together. Yeah. Uh huh. Like. Yep. Blink One Eighty Two is right after Lil Wayne, and it's just so weird. <laughs> Who does that? And then at the same time, it's like Tiny Crows. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw them. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, the Lumineers. And then, uh, oh, the Lumineers. Was Childish Gambino. Yeah. Well, he. Was he there? No, I don't think he was. was. No, he was not. I but honestly, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say, Childish Gambino is like one of the only artists that can do like everything. Like, <laughs> all, all his genres are great. Yeah. His comedy genre. Uh, <laughs> is his so is his real name Donald Glover? Yeah. Oh, I I confuse him with Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine like looking at a baby and being like, "This Donald. is Donald." <laughs> Unless my baby was a duck. That would be so different. That makes me want to vomit. <laughs> no offense. Yeah. It's just, it's very, I think there's some old-fashioned names that are timeless, but just that one. Yeah. And know? there's just a lot of names that are so, like, old people. I guess it's it's just generational, really. But That's probably know. it. Because nobody has my name, or nobody had my name when I was growing up, and now I'm, like, yeah. meeting, like... Yeah, we really thought you were gonna be like black or. Woohoo! Like... I'm so, I'm so hood. How do you pronounce your name? Uh, Asia. Okay. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I think my uh, some of my previous places of work thought that too. Makes sense. 
but I'm I'm telling you the name like the past couple of years like there's a lot of different spellings and variations, so I'm definitely out there more if yeah. that makes sense. I just think of, uh, <laughs> there's a song from the '90s. I, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I don't know the name. <laughs> oh, he's thinking of "Isn't She Lovely." Yeah. Oh, that has the name. <laughs> Well, calling all my lovelies has the name. (laughs) (laughs) Those are some some ideas for your for your next release. (laughs) But I I wanted to tell you guys, I think the highlight for Outside Lens, actually, the first year was probably the best one, 2013. But I got to see The Who in 2017. And it was so funny because I remember somebody he was like he, he was like a friend of mine at the time he was like oh yeah like let's go hang, hang out with some people like towards the back or whatever and i was like nope yeah, i'm here to yeah. see the who i'm going yeah. straight to the front no i i was so. there that year as well and yeah. it was so funny because like there's really so many different people that go to outside lands and yeah. there's like really like young like people mm-hmm. and then there's like people who have been going to outside lands for so long every year and those yeah. are the people that were going to see the who it was so <laughs> yeah. funny and there were i remember there were people like from canada and they were just so kind and that was like the crazy american like <laughs> you know and then there was the people who were like you know um tripping out you know smoking the weed classic and, so I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And then there's people who, tr- who travel from, like, Me- I think there was a couple that traveled from Mexico to see Paul McCartney. And I was like, whoa. Like, people who are, like you said, they go every year. Or they just, they go to see the artists that they love, yeah. no matter what. Some people follow artists around the country. Oh, my God. Oh, no. yeah, On stage? No, right next to like literally where G is. Oh, that's freaky. What's the last show that you went to? Um, I saw, I went with my best friend. We went to see Ladytron. I don't know if you remember them. They're from like, they're more from the late 90s, early 2000s. And then I, honestly, I kind of forgot about them, but they've, they've been around. They're from England. So they're more like electronica, uh, alternative rock, that, that whole era. Um, but yeah, they're, they're definitely worth checking out. It was really cool. It was like I was being reintroduced to them, and that was uh, the end of 2019. So, <sighs> <laughs> it's like fond memories, but yeah. let's get the show on the road, people. <laughs> we, we, me and Kayla went all the way down to LA for our last show. Oh, you didn't? Oh, neat. Oh, so fun. Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) jealous. Oh, really? That weekend. I was doing some kind of coaching program for, you know, personal, personal and like my professional thing. And it was like, that's it. And it was like an all day thing. So we were stuck in a room for like 10 hours and we were all like, what's going to happen? You know, like, and I was going to go see Pussy Riot that weekend. Do you remember them? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, man, they're, they're coming to town. Like, I got to see them this time. And then the pandemic happened literally that weekend, like, as it was unfolding. And I was like, it's only going to be two weeks, four months, five years. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So. I, the last show I went to was actually with his mom <laughs> while they were in Disneyland. Oh, good for you. Um, and it was great. It was at Slim's. And it was he, a band here? I had never heard of. Yeah. Do you know that they closed it? You're lying. I'm so sad. Are I'm you serious? I'm serious. They're not reopening. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That sucks. It's such a, it was such a cool venue, it right? Was great. Even though it had that annoying pole in front of the stage. <laughs> but anyways, continue. It was great. It was a band I had not heard of prior to it, and I kind of didn't want to go. But I went, and it was great. It was like one of my favorite concerts to date. Oh my god! Uh, their name is Elis, and it was like a Elis. it was like a salsa band. They're from Puerto Rico. Oh, how fun! <laughs> and there's a Mexican restaurant that I used to go to. It's like a block away. <sighs> I remember right in front of it, there was like this like pizza shop, but it was yeah. also like a a grocery. And I was like, "Do you guys sell wraps to the guy?" Uh-huh. And he was like, "No." <laughs> but that's a great idea. We should start selling wraps. And I was like, "Yeah." It's like sure. the. The joys of, of San Francisco. You never yeah. know. But that's cool. I actually cool. don't remember the last concert I went to, but I know the most, like, w- when I went with River, that show was awesome. I think I went to L.A. prior, um, and I went to Camp Plasma. Do you know what that is? No. What's that? It's a it's, festival. It's more of, like, a hip-hop festival. Oh, okay. Maybe like, newer shows. Okay. Um, yeah, but that was really cool. And they had a lot of, like, different stuff. It's weird. I don't know if you know who, like, Kelly Rowland is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he had, like, a very interesting Was it at the observatory? It was actually in Dodger Stadium. Oh, neat. Weird. That's yeah, really cool. That's huge. It was in the parking lot. It was fun. Good yeah. for them. That's it was weird. huge. And, and Kanye West uh, was there. So oh, wow. I'm not a huge Kanye West fan. Um, but Kid C Ghost was there, so uh-huh. him and Kid Cudi, and the people there for them were just ridiculous. I would imagine they were <laughs> dying. Insane. I was like absolutely dying. Good Everyone else them. Them. And I saw Lauren Hill, which is my oh wow. My, my I'd love to see her. I remember when she first went solo, and I was like, oh, I'll get to see her. <laughs> I haven't seen her yet. But she played, I think she played a couple years ago at the Fox Theater. Like, she did a residency yeah. there. She also did um, the amphitheater, like the Mountain oh, One. Oh, she did? Yeah. Shoreline. Oh, that's neat. I'm sure we'll, is she retired or? I don't think so. Okay. Because you don't really, like, sometimes you hear about her and then you don't hear from her for years. <laughs> so I'm like. Even the day of her shows, you don't hear about her. There you go. <laughs> Maybe she's just very, you know how, like, Prince was kind of. Like what do you call it? Recluse, to to a certain extent, or he was he was, he didn't want his music like out on the internet, that sort of thing. Oh wow! I remember he did. He was infamous because he was very influenced by like Sly and the Family Stone, you know, Jimi Hendrix, like the San Francisco scene or whatever. When they played a show here, and I should have gone. He would do like a jam, like after the concert, like if they played at the Fillmore, they played it somewhere in Oakland. I think he did a residency there. He would come to like the city and they do like some kind of all night jam or whatever. And and I was like, it was one of those things where I was like, I probably should go, but I'm like, "Eh, I'm not really into it. And then when he passed away, I was like, God damn it, I should go into it. All night jam, you know? (laughs) 
<laughs> bring me to <laughs> it's like it's just one of those things you know david bowie was another one i was like i i mean i was like 18 the last time he ever, he ever toured so i was like oh he's gonna be around forever yeah so yeah i know i think it was 2016 2016 <laughs> It was, it sucked, right? It was like pre preparing us for 2020, like, no. like this is happening. <laughs> Why? Um, are you familiar with a band called the Buzzcocks from England? They're like pop punk. So yeah, I used to go to their shows when I was a teenager and then as I got older, but they're, one of the lead singers passed away at the end of 2018, but... Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, they they wrote some good ones. They influenced like, you know, Green Day and Weezer and pretty I much everyone. I know. I me too. To see them. <laughs> you will. Yeah. Do you? That is true. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. I mean, with a soulful. <laughs> I don't know if you're a fan of like their or, like or, original three albums, yeah. like me. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm mm -hmm. And then Dookie to a certain extent, because that's when they <laughs> they <laughs> they blew up. But to me, they like when I was in high school or when I started college, they when American Idiot came out, that was like a big change. I mean, it was. Yeah, like I lost interest after that and then kind of regenerated a few years ago. I think because they were going to play at the Fillmore and then he had an overdose and had to cancel the show. That was like terrible. eight years ago. So I think that like freaked me out. I was like, oh my God, I got to see him now. Because <laughs> you, cause you never know, right? Um, when we're young, we think, oh, these people are going to be around forever. But yeah, I think... Like you guys were saying earlier, once, you know, once things open up again, like just, you know, just have that mentality. Like if someone says playing a show, we're going. So Yeah, I think so. And I, I mean, I even mean, I like, that anyway, yeah, so. yeah. But even like prior to the pandemic, you're like, hmm, do I want to go to yeah. this concert? And so entitled. Like, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Every concert always like, whether you like enjoy it a bunch or you're just trying to know the artist, like at least for me, I never realize how like incredible live music sounds until Ugh. I go every time. And then I forget. Yeah. And then the next yeah. time I go to a concert, I'm like, wow, now I remember why I love that. It's I've never so true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have either. Really? There's been some weird ones I could tell you about. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you have time for it, but. <laughs> But it, I think after the past year, I'm like, you know what? Even though it was kind of a shitty audience, it was still worth going for. Yeah. Have you guys been to shows where somebody is just completely shit faced and then they douse you with their entire drink? <laughs> Maybe it's like a city thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> crazy yes and in the slow songs yes screaming, yes like, enjoy the music for how it is. So 
And that always bothered me. I was like, these people aren't music, obviously aren't music fans. Yeah, like if you want to do that, do it at like a house party or something. Like there's a venue for that. <laughs> but yeah, I feel you on that. I think that was that's the one thing I don't miss. Hopefully that'll change in the future, but maybe not. Maybe that's just yeah, part of it. I think yeah, it'll be worse because <laughs> of the past year. Me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I killed myself. <laughs> You could always do what my friend and I did. We would stand towards the back. <laughs> but if you're like me, especially if you like the artist, you're like, no, fuck you all. <laughs> Have you ever been, like, worked into the pit? Yeah. <laughs> A few times. It really is. It'll just take you. Do you remember, actually, when I went to see Blink-182? Um, that one, that was like the one time where I I was 13 years old. I was like, no yeah, way. yeah, That's you know. That's like the main thing. <laughs> like, you should listen to Blink-182. That was the, you know, we were young and stupid. We were like, yeah, look at all these meaty guys from Orange County. It looks like a fucking slam dancing with them. I grew up in SoCal, so... But that that was that was fun. But I think back even then, like it wasn't like they were they didn't give a shit at all. They were like actually doing their thing around us. It wasn't like no, do you know what I mean? Be so nice. Gentlemanly, Considerate. believe it or not. For sure. But that wasn't always the case. There's been other shows where, you know, my friend got hit in the head, and then I elbowed some guy in the chest, and he wimped out, and. <laughs> Yeah, I guess people always ask me, like, why did you move to the Bay Area? And it's like, well, growing up there, it was like everyone just assumed you're from somewhere else or you were there because you wanted to be in the film industry or you wanted to be in the music industry. And I was like, I don't want to be in an industry. I just know that I'm into music and I like art and bohemian living, you know, to a certain extent. So I think that was kind of the draw for me, but I feel like San Francisco is a legit music town. I mean, based on its history and then, but LA, it's more just like, that's the industry, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it's because they live there. Yeah. Which is like, you don't get as much here, but I guess it balances. And that was that was the thing. Other people like the past year, like, so are you gonna leave the city? Like, you work remote now. Like, are are you gonna leave because it's so expensive? And I'm like, no, <laughs> because when things go back to normal, when bands start touring again, like especially bands that I like, like I pay attention. I see like what cities they go to more often than not. They go to Los Angeles, Bay Area, New York, Chicago. But really, if you're lucky, they'll go to Portland. If you're lucky, they'll play. Do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, so I think, you know, living in California, we we kind of have it made. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's part of my mental health. What could I, what can I say? Uh, physical health. Standing there all night, you know? 
Well, anyways, I'd love to hear some music. (laughs) But I really enjoy us just, um, you know, we could talk more about reminiscing about our our shared music experiences there's there's been so many there's been some good ones i i've sold merch for bands too and that was interesting it's very grueling because imagine it's like have you guys ever worked in retail or I don't know, I guess it's hard to explain, but if you work in like a customer service facing position, so say you work in a restaurant, like you're a hostess or, (laughs) I'm so old fashioned, I'm like, if you work at Circuit City, if you work at Staples, like someplace like that where it's like a majority of your job is like you're involved with a customer all day long, like if you go into Urban Outfitters, uh, just imagine that you're doing that for just hours like continue continuously though it's not like you yeah. get a break yeah and i didn't know i was like i'm not working and i want to travel and blah 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 so now i'm like okay now i know what to expect but it's very like intensive and you know some people love it like um you know especially if you follow bands around you know a few years ago but um yeah so i was like and then some guy from the band was like, oh, I know you love it. Don't you want to just keep doing it? And I was like, no. <laughs> Especially when you're, like, driving on the road by by yourself. <laughs> well, I, ch- I chose to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I did that because I was unemployed. And I was like, I want to go to uh, – I wanted to see the East Coast. So I, I stayed in New York City with friends. And then I traveled to Baltimore. And then I – I went to New Jersey, so I I went to a lot of places I'd never been before. But I was like, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad I I didn't watch all the documentaries that I watch now about. Do you know what I'm talking about? I now I get why my parents were like, oh my god, they're like they grew up in their era. Actually, I haven't talked to them yet. There's a new Son of Sam documentary. That was their generation. No, like the actual Son of Sam. (laughs) Like the legit Son of Sam. I recommend you watch it if you have Netflix. Maybe don't if if, if you... Yeah, uh, like me. But um, And then, you know, the Night Stalker, all that stuff. My parents grew up with that. So when I was growing up and, you know, going on road trips and staying out late, like I used to sometimes walk from walk home by myself before the pandemic and now I don't do that anymore I just I just get a cab because I'm like why did I why did I do that I just did it to save a few dollars yeah you know but anyways not to be negative but it's (laughs) but it 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 does change your perspective when you're like whoa like that's pretty that's pretty gruesome that that happened or yeah but I think (laughs) even though there were Yeah. Yeah. I think it's harder now, possibly, because there's technology and, um, I don't know, maybe there's just more access to things, like, to rehabilitate people, but I'm sure it's, like, especially in this country, but, but I don't want to get too political, but (laughs) there's still, I think, from watching the Son of Sam documentary, and I'd be curious what your thoughts were. It makes me think, wow, we we really just didn't empower. Like you think going through this, like the sixties and the seventies, you thought like women would be more empowered, like be able to, uh, like t- 
take it on to a certain extent or or I don't know. I, maybe, maybe it's it's that sus- people were empowered but like society wasn't really there yet like I don't know. What do you guys think? I I don't really know what you're talking about. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but there were a lot of cults and things. I haven't watched the entire thing, but it's like there was some affiliation possibly with Charles Manson or something. I don't know. Like, I didn't know about any of that. I just thought it was, like you said, like a lone thing. But they actually, uh, investigative journalists found out it wasn't a lone thing. It was like an actual network, like a cult network in the United States, a satanic cult. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, well, with the internets, like, who, who, who knows what's going on out there? What I'm saying is take a cab if you're by yourself. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. But anyways, I'd love to hear some music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After all, it is Sounds from the Street. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to play you a little acoustic set. Literally walked in off the street. Yeah. <laughs> you want to wear my headphones? No, no, no. I said, do we keep them, do we keep them on? Oh, no, you don't have to. Okay, okay. I'll be able to hear you. Sorry. Sorry, it's only one mic. Okay. I Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Ketch is going to be playing some uh, live songs for us shortly. Uh, if you want to find out more, they're on Instagram. Uh, we're currently... Fuck, the whole thing is coming apart. Did you hear that? Did I, <laughs> I No so. way. I have to stop touching it, because I'm used to touching the goddamn microphone. Okay, stop, Asia. Stop touching it. <laughs> it's like a habit, and then when I touch it, something falls off. <laughs> okay. I don't know how loud we should... Well, Probably louder the better. Just, just yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just like thing. This song is called Treading Water.
I need more. <laughs> a much better version of that is on Spotify. Yeah, now. that is actually is it? on Spotify. Okay. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and what inspired uh, that track? Um, it's just, it's, you know, it's like a love track. So just thinking about that. I, I write the lyrics for our songs, pretty much. Have you written a little bit. <laughs> teen, teen, teen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like just when you love someone kind of stuff. <laughs> One day. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute. But no, I've... I have no recollection of coming up with that song. Yeah, I think I wrote it. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. Well, that's great. Um... Is there another one that you want to play for us? I know we did yeah, a lot. Yeah, we got a couple. What? The next one is called. Oh yeah. Okay. So this song is in Spanish. Oh, and that's, that's right. And that's the one I sent you. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll play that. Oh yeah. Okay. So we wrote this. Well, I wrote this. <laughs> um, <laughs> when it was like the wildfires. So this oh. song is actually like inspired by the wildfires. Yeah. Okay. And it's like people trying to escape them, I guess. Yeah. Like, to me, the way I visualize it is like a story of two people trying to, like, escape the wildfires. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder I liked it. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, even was recently, it? like, during the pandemic when everything was orange, that was awful. Did you guys see it down there? Did you see it from... Oh, yeah. It was like, so bad. I mean, it hit everywhere. It was nightmarish. I, I kind of liked it. But... I did not like it. I was in Arizona for the... My family lives in Arizona for the the latest one the one that happened uh -huh. last year yeah but i was here for the one in 2018 <laughs> you're honestly you're lucky you weren't here like the air quality was so bad was it and it was all orange it it was yeah. so bad it was i didn't like it at all i think they kind of liked it because they felt like they were in a zombie movie but yeah it's just weird like you can't and then because it was during the pandemic like you couldn't go like if you wanted to exercise you can go outside yeah. yeah. And but then you couldn't have the window open. You couldn't I was have the window working closed. that day and it felt like I was I was in a movie. Yeah, it was weird. It was <laughs> so weird. Like surreal. Yeah, yeah, I hated every minute of it. <laughs> God. Yeah, really loved it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, that was in like the, the summer, right? So. I yeah, so. I think was, so. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> But yeah, so this song is called Caution Smoky. Caution Smoky. Caution Semicolon Smoky. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. se puede hallar, no, el ritmo aún escape, aquí no hay salida, estamos atrapados, amados, en tus brazos puedo respirar, esclavos al ardiente, hay de nuestros pobres Han visto la neblina pero no la niebla 
Estamos ya tan livianos Un poco más de humo no podrá dañarnos Ahumados, pero En mis brazos puedes respirar Esclavos a lo ardiente really interesting the light i thought it was like the socket maybe it's like fuck you guys <laughs> it didn't like the song it had to turn off <laughs> yeah. i'm like what the music's great what's your fucking problem <laughs> awesome yeah. love it i don't know it kind of i had i was trying to imagine people fleeing from their homes in santa rosa in particular that is where it was the worst for sure yeah and was it, uh, was it just like a moment in time where you were imagining what that experience was like? I think it was like all that anyone was talking about. Yeah. So the song is actually like, like kind of like two lovers, like trying to escape it kind of, it's like silly. Um, <laughs> but I think it's cool at the same time. Um, and yeah, I was just like thinking like it's. I don't know, like, it's, like, a play on the, it talks about, like, rhythm as well. Like, if they find, like, the right rhythm, they can, like, escape the fires. It's, I don't know. It's yeah. Like, Did you guys silly. hear that it was, like, they didn't leave, they couldn't run out of the house fast enough? Like, I, shit. Did some people, like, yeah. not make it in that time? Yeah. This might be the one that happened, the, the first one that uh -huh. I remember. I think it was, like, 2018 or mm -hmm. something. But just hearing that was just, like, oh. That's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Like the just the the, the urgency. Um, obviously, Paradise, California, too. Yeah. 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 That was really bad. Yeah. So, I guess that was, that was actually that first one in 2018. Mm -hmm. We went to LA during those fires. Oh, you there did? was also the fires in LA. Yes. Um, That's right. And in the in the festival, it was like this close to getting canceled because it, it was so bad. Like during the festival, there were fires. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, how do you, how do you even enjoy yourself? I was thinking of a festival I went to, nothing to do with fires, but just the the heat, you know, being like in the the desert, which we were, and people were standing in line to get water. And at a festival, there's a lot of people, and like they didn't. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what festival it was. 
it's not around anymore, but it was like uh, Devore, California. Where? In uh, Devore, California, in, in oh, SoCal. Okay. I think it used to be called like Glen Helen Blockbuster oh, Pavilion yeah. or something. It's called something else now. Yeah. Um, but anyways, people were standing in line for like three hours, so people started fainting because it's over yeah. like 100 degrees. That's how, yeah. yeah, I, I had that I think because I went to actually I went to that the same place but I can't remember what it's called now but I went to another festival a couple of years ago and this time I was like okay bring a lot of wa- bring a water bottle wear like next to nothing wear a hat so I guess this time I was smart about it but most people th- they just they don't know right yeah. and they get there super early yeah, yeah so be, true so true right you're now. excited too you don't want to eat yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like oh my god <laughs> Imagine like, wow, yeah. you were there. You were like a first responder. <laughs> <laughs> you can put it on your resume. Yeah. That's all part of the experience. Yeah, I guess that's, <laughs> that's part that, of it. That's what makes it. That's what the show's about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you can be the one to tell your friends. Nope, this is how we're doing it. Yeah, my friend used to live near um, uh, Golden Gate Park. So I would always follow her lead. I'm like, you're the you're the expert here. <laughs> you know, like who to see, where to go, what to do. Cause she she would go to Outside Lens like every year. Yeah. I was just like, I just want to see Paul McCartney. You know. Yeah. Actually, there hasn't been any big fires like that here. But last year. I I mean in San Francisco. Oh so. yeah, since 1906, right? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, like, uh, remember there was a bathhouse, the Sutro bathhouse? Oh my God, yeah. It collapsed. And then there was the, the earthquake, too. Wasn't it, like, the earthquake first? And, the fire, yeah. and then there was, like, a fire, yeah. My, the build, I live in a Victorian building, and it was built Ooh. after, like, a few years after. I think a lot of buildings were built after the, the fire. So. Makes sense. We'll see how it goes. There's a fire escape. <laughs> They didn't always have those, you know? <laughs> the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory in New York City, they weren't so lucky. But, uh, but yeah. And I have a rope, too. <laughs> no way to do it. I've, have you guys ever gotten stuck in an elevator? Yes. Not for super long. It's ter- I, I used to have a phobia of elevators. When I was Did you? I still yeah. have a phobia. They're scary. I haven't told you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there was about maybe six of us in an elevator here in San Francisco, Union Square, and we had just eaten dinner and gone home, and yeah, the elevator stopped in between floors where there was a gap like that that we were eventually rescued and called police. Where was this? Union Square. Were you at like a hotel or uh, Cheesecake Factory? Uh, we ate uh, somewhere near Macy's at the burger place. Burger bar. Yeah, yeah. that one, yeah. That's and crazy. We were leaving and the elevator stopped. It was maybe like 10 
Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, my stuck in there for over an hour. That's a long time. Yeah, maybe a little under an hour, but it was a long time. It felt like forever, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So mine is my own building because it's an old building. It's a rinky-dink elevator. So a lot of the uh, elevators in uh, buildings here, they have two doors. So you have like the inner gate, and then you have a door on the outside. So, but because it's an old elevator, if you're not careful, you're going to get stuck on one of the floors and it'll happen. It always would happen to everybody else and it never happened to me. And then it finally did like three years ago, but I was lucky because I had my phone on me. Yeah. So I texted the building manager to call the fire department and they had to come in and they were, they were like telling me to like, like to, to, I had the same thing that he had with the. The little space yeah. and they were like just pull this lever and I was like I want to put my hand there and get my fingers oh, chopped off scary, yeah. but um, eventually they they pulled me out and I was like thank god thank god I'm in good shape they're able to <laughs> that I was able to fit through the <laughs> yeah. I remember jumping out of the elevator yeah and, you know they kind of grab you and hold you but I just imagined like yeah if they weren't there jumping out I could have easily fallen back into Ye- the elevator yeah, I, I was like, I've never, I've never done this before, and you want me to stick my hand in there? Nuh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> 1914, not going to happen. <laughs> but it was a learning experience, like, maybe always bring my phone with me, because sometimes even when I take out the trash, or yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'll be right back. It's like, maybe I won't. <laughs> maybe I won't. <laughs> it's a learning experience, but... Um, but yeah, even you'd think Burger Bar has a new elevator. <laughs> you'd think. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't new at that point. I don't think it was. What's new? <laughs> What's state-of-the-art these days? Um, well, building I used to work in, you know, s- some of the newer buildings, they, uh, you press a button and then it assigns the elevator or whatever. Have you seen those? That's kind of weird. Instead of you pressing the button for each elevator, That's it'll... Right assign whatever's available so it was more like tech friendly or whatever not never had a problem in there so good Good times well did you want to play we have time for maybe one or two more songs yeah we have like two more songs what Mm -hmm. okay yes yeah let's do it okay this song is called june man it's i wrote them so long ago but I only I barely remember like what I wrote it about. <laughs> I, um, all of these songs I've written on guitar five plus years ago, and we just became a band, and a lot of them I just yeah I've written before. Yeah, I he has so much, anything. so much music. Um, I I personally don't really like it when my songs make sense. I don't know why. <laughs> Easily interpreted. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I really just, I think a lot of it is sometimes just the way it sounds or like rolls off the tongue or how it sounds with the music and like not as much sometimes about the meaning because people can like string that together from the music itself. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like a personal subjective experience too, right? I mean, it's hard to, I mean, social media kind of proved that, but it's, (laughs) you know, hopefully we'll get off the internet one day and just live in the real world. Yeah. But one thing that's cool yeah. is that genius thing, which is also not cool. But when people explain genius. their lyrics. Yeah. Oh. Genius. genius. Is it on? Website, that's what I, have it I started think 
So the name is Genius Rap. It started as a rap, like interpreting rap songs. Is it on Spotify too? Yeah, they, oh, okay. they, they have a partnership with Spotify now. Okay, but I've now seen. it's just turned into all music. Yeah. It used to just be rap, but now it's like everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I started noticing it more recently. I was like, whoa, I didn't know I needed to know all this stuff. Cool. <laughs> But yeah, this is June. Um, <laughs> Take it or leave it. got me swiveling and grooving <laughs> and moving around in my chair making weird noises 
Yeah. So on, on the on the track that we're recording, um, like River did this like effect, and it's like sounds like a radio. So it sounds Reverb. like this a yeah, little I th- bit. I thought you were gonna sneeze, and I was no. like, <laughs> <laughs> just the whole time. Do you need me to get? Um, yeah. So that's why I did that. We had this idea when we were practicing for it to make it sound more like, more like a what do you call it? Like you're in a bathroom. Yeah, or which is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, and he like turns off that. some of the effects. So, yeah, that's how we adapted. But I I kind of forgot that that was gonna happen until I heard <laughs> the beginning okay. of the song. <laughs> I was like, oh, do you guys record in a bathroom? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But actually part of that song we wrote like very recently because we added, he wanted me to sing during the bridge. So I like also just. All of our songs, like when we first started playing them were way too short. So So true. So true. Write a bunch for for all these recordings. Yeah. We're pros at adding things. (laughs) <laughs> so remind me there's verse chorus verse bridge uh, in this particular song i'm i'm just trying to remember yeah, how to read music there's a lot of our none of those things so. in the song. <laughs> i don't even know what there is it's just a song <laughs> yeah i guess everyone's different right because a lot of musicians like the punk era for instance none of them were quote-unquote trained musicians some yeah. of them were but I was like, oh yeah, but then when I look at it online, it's like verse, like the guitar chords, yeah. verse, chorus, yeah. verse, chorus, bridge, final <laughs> conclusion. <laughs> That's the difference between us. Like, I feel like they're a lot more trained. They. And <laughs> you I'm sound like, great. I don't know how to read notes and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, me neither. Well, River's they're definitely trained. the most yeah. like educated. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to Juilliard. Yeah, I, in his I in his to, room, yeah. <laughs> the YouTube, <laughs> YouTube version of Juilliard. Yeah, we could do YouTube channel. Kind of just as good at some point. My dad taught me how to play drums. I like Did my he? first song is like playing beat it. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! When uh when Eddie Van Halen died, I was like, that was like the coolest um collaboration between Eddie Van. Like I didn't know it was him on the guitar yeah. till much yeah. later. But I was like, nobody really like did that. Yeah. And that now was, everybody does it, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like everyone does that now. Everyone does it. <laughs> that Do week you... was like coincidentally one of the worst weeks of my life. And then really? <laughs> that was, yeah. of course. That was recently, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Kind well, of all weeks are like the worst week. Of wait, who else uh, died? That one was horrible. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that week. Eddie Van Halen. It was just, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we go back to the negative. I'm like, yeah. wait, what else happened? I forgot. <laughs> Ted yeah. Bundy reared his ugly head again. Yeah. Didn't uh, your dad like found out like, oh yeah. Yeah, that was a bad week. <laughs> I hate it when it happens that way. It's like one thing after the other. My um my grandmother passed away a few weeks ago, so yeah, it's been it's been tough, but. Um, coming back to the studio and seeing you guys, I'm like, you know what? I just got to do what I got to do. You know? Yeah. You got to do what makes you feel good. And then you got to just keep keep on keeping on, I guess is what they, what they say, right? Yeah. So, but she got to meet David Bowie. Your grandma your did? Uh-huh. That's awesome. <laughs> a former flame, your grandma? No, 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 no. <laughs> so there's a, oh, I'm going to do a podcast on it. It's not that long. I only got her to talk for like 25 minutes. 
and she was 89. Oh, you recorded her? That's, that's, yeah, that's really nice. Talking. That's awesome. But um, one of their stories was my grandparents um, in the 60s and 70s, they were artists living in an area of Los Angeles called Ocean Park. And there was like a whole scene that was happening there at the time. And my grandfather was uh, an industrial artist of sorts. And what he did was he would take... Uh, he would take like a, a wire hanger and then he would do people's profiles with the wire hanger. That's so cool. And he somehow met somebody that knew David Bowie and was like, do you want to go to his birthday party? And my oh, grandparents were like, casual. fuck yeah. <laughs> but they actually got paid to go to the party and do like Bette Midler, uh, Stevie Nicks, you know, anybody was and, like, anybody. And do their profiles. Yeah. That's cool. So that's the David Bowie story. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't all. It wasn't all terrible. I just think about the good things. That's really cool. I bet that podcast is gonna be awesome. Yes. Yes. I hope you guys will tune in. I just wish. I just remember when I interviewed her, the last time I saw her before the pandemic. I just, I thought it was gonna be longer, but it's also like people who don't normally do interviews. For it's sure. Like, it's like sticking a microphone in their yeah. face, like, "Hey, tell me your life story." So twenty-five minutes and eighty-nine years. Aww. That's how it goes. Yeah, that was, a, that was a great idea on your part. Yeah, yeah it's good that you did yeah. that. Yeah, I, I guess at that time, I just, you know, obviously before the pandemic, it was like, maybe I'll do more of these. I mean, I would do, I used to do a lot of phone interviews. The phone in here is complete shit, but huh. I started doing pre-recorded phone interviews and that was a little bit better. And then, you know, obviously in the studio is the best, but a lot of bands don't have the time to physically come to the studio but they're still willing to do the interview which is awesome and you know and then obviously the, the whole instagram live i did a couple of those over the summer um it's different though you know it's cool I'm, I'm glad that we got to do it you know in the studio even though it's like <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not even that bad yeah. just think about like with the actually why i left the lights off is I'm dying in here. Oh, yeah. I'm dying in yeah, here. Yeah, it was hot today. Especially hot. from where we were coming from. It was super oh, hot. Yeah. yeah. Where were you guys earlier? So I'm from Redwood City. Okay. I mean, we were all in the area because we were practicing. I've been to the Coles in Redwood City. The Coles? Oh, is the store. Still I was still there? like C-O-A-L's. I'm like, what did you like go look Do you remember Cole from 1920? <laughs> um, but yeah. My mom's actually addicted to the Coles. I think a lot of moms are addicted to Coles. It's so weird. I felt like it was kind of like Ross, and I was expecting it was. This was the first time I ever went, which was ten years ago. And my my friend grew up in, or my coworker, she grew up there. I was like, I want to go to Coles. I see all the commercials. I hear so much. And then she took me, and I was like, really? That's Coles is always eerie when I go there. It's It's just like I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, and it's crazy because when you went, it was probably recently after. Because I think it used to be like a Mervin's there or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, there used to be. Which my mom was also addicted to. Was she? Of course. There used to be one here, believe it or not. You know? Do you know where Target is on Geary and Masonic? I think I know. That used to be a Mervin's, and it was weird. I'm talking weird, like weird. Kmart weird. Yeah, like, Kmart is the what is this doing? Like the little Caesars within the Kmart? Oh my god. Come on. Yeah. 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 
Come on. Come on. <laughs> Did they have his Little Caesars? The one that I went to was in SoCal, and everything was... Co- it was like we were in a pandemic. Everything was, like, plastic or covered in plastic. So weird. That's so weird. I know, but, like, it's weird because, like, my parents and, like, people of that generation, they love it. They loved it, yeah. <laughs> it's like... I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, you gotta, you know, especially living in the Bay Area, it's like, you gotta support your, you know, people on Etsy, people making things, people, you know, sell things on eBay now, um, but I love H&M, I'm not gonna lie. Dude, yeah, that's like my favorite big <laughs> store, that's like the only, like, big store that I really shop at. It's not as expensive as the other ones. Yeah, I just like that it's more like... I don't know, like, you find nice stuff, and it's not, like, super weird or out there. Yeah, like, the basic line is, is my favorite. Um, you know, Urban Outfitters, I used to buy things on sale there. The Gap. Yeah. I'm always, like, on the sale rack, though. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I, I'm on the sale rack. No, you are hung <laughs> up on the sale rack, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Stores like that, like Sears, too, gone. Sears. Burlington Coat Factory. Like, my parents were very upset about these things. <laughs> they were not happy. My mom. <laughs> Amazon <laughs> yes, Amazon, definitely. Amazon, that guy. I have a few words to say to him that he will never hear. <laughs> Somebody, I would, I would read it to you guys, but I think it's people out of the U.S. have the best things to say about really? Jeff what? Bezos. Is, there's no Amazon. Outside of the U.S. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There is? Th- isn't there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, I've never a, even thought about there's it. There's an African Amazon. <laughs> there's no, there's there not. There there's it's ridiculous. That's crazy. That is so fucking evil. That's crazy. I'm, I'm putting it out in the universe. That's evil. That's crazy. There's a South American one, too. It's different, though. Yeah. But is it called Amazon? Oh, no. It's a, like a different Oh, you're talking about yeah. Amazon River? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Amazon It's... Oh, it's too I much. Mean, Amazon at that point. <laughs> it's crazy. But anyways, she was, she, um, cause you know how Bill Gates just got a divorce or is going through a divorce. For real. Jeff Bezos went through a divorce a few years ago, and she was like, "Well, Jeff Bezos is like a flea. Uh, Elon Musk is like the Pillsbury Doughboy, and uh, Bill Gates has a face that only a mother could love." And I was like, <laughs> it was like the timing of reading her tweet. I was like, "This woman gets me," <laughs> and she. Was Yes. So true. <laughs> Who's next in line? So, what do you think about Elon b- uh, hosting SNL? Is he actually? Mm-hmm. He's not funny. <laughs> he's not funny. <laughs> he's literally. I feel like he's only funny when he's not trying to be funny. That's what I mean. Yeah. Which he's, he's not. Awkward. He's like odd. Yeah, he's so awkward. That's really yeah. Socially. I would awkward. not have. S- that, I'm surprised that they. If you've ever seen like his interviews, they're all very odd. They're, they're very weird. He's weird. I'll have I mean, to watch. I'll he's watch because I'm Grimes. curious. So he is. What do you expect? His, what his do interviews you... are almost painful, but it's like you want to watch it. Yeah, I'm more curious. I haven't watched a lot of his interviews, but I do see the tweets, and maybe I'm more influenced by what other people have to say about him instead yeah. of like maybe I should just watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually read today um, that there was some science. Wrote a book, and in his book he wrote a man by the name of Thomas Edison. 
<laughs> so, Holy sketch. crap! It it's a sketch. premonition. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. He's had some. I think he's had some good ideas. Like he's obviously. Talking about the Neuralink, he's saying that it will be able to functionally cure most anything wrong with the human brain, which I think is just nuts. Like I mean, Alzheimer's not or. Really I could I could scare you guys right now and say things about the COVID vaccine. Don't scare us. <laughs> Don't. If you ever if you ever want to hear conspiracy theories, just oh, let me know. No. <laughs> I know there is. It's the worst. No. Yeah. Yeah. My f- um. Personally, I haven't got it because I'm not into that but uh some of my friends have gotten it and they said that they most of them didn't have from what i heard it wasn't like a a terrible reaction to Mm -hmm. it yeah but i read some other things online where i was like yeah you know like especially being a woman and how it could affect certain things like your fertility uh you know maybe it's just bots telling us what's gonna happen so i don't really know who wrote this there's just no way to know like whether it, on the internet. Yeah, and yeah. you there's no way for them to know whether it affects fertility because the the data they have is not even a year old. Thank you. So they can't yeah. say like for certain. Yeah, there's just no way to know. Yeah. So I was um, like screenshotting it because I was like, nobody I know is sharing this. They might think I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I'm just thinking logically. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's no way to know. Think logically, peeps, if you can. I know it's hard. <laughs> Did you just say you have no you have no hope for anyone? <laughs> he said he doesn't think at all. He wishes. I think a lot of people wish they didn't think, but I, I wish you have to. You have to, right? Like watching that documentary, I'm like, it happened in the past, so yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna learn something from it. I don't know if I should be watching this. I know it's so scary. It just contributes to paranoia. Definitely. But anyways, <laughs> um, if people want to find you online. <laughs> Awkward transition. <laughs> um, if people want to find you on uh, is Instagram the best yeah, place to definitely. find you? Yeah. yeah. That's where we Yeah. And I have to type in K period A period. Mm, I would say the best option is like a song name. Yeah. Like if you're looking on Spotify, like and you search up plastic dragonfly, that's caution smunky. It's, so that one's not out yet, but soon it will be, and I think mm-hmm. that would also probably be a good one just because that yeah. name is probably not out there. But yeah, our Instagram will post like everything that's going to come out, which is catch with a K underscore C-A. Catch with a K. And how did you come up with that name? That is a great question, and River's the one that came up with it, so maybe he should speak on that. Like most things that have to do with this band, I don't remember that one, <laughs> but... I do know that one of my favorite albums is called Catch Without Arms. That's and I so don't know that was part Catch of it. Without Arms. Have you ever heard of the band Dredge before? Yes. Yeah. So that's I was one like, of their... that sounds really familiar. I have heard that. Yeah. How do you, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> with your feet? You can't. You can't. Oh. How do you catch without <laughs> arms? You can't. How do you catch with, <laughs> with your mouth? mouth yeah. That song is cool. For sure. River loves that song. That's so Um... I was going to say we could play one more song, but yeah. I'm down. If you want to, yeah. you can close us out. Cool.
So this song actually doesn't really have a name yet. Yeah, we call it the new spanish. Yeah, because we haven't <laughs> named it yet. But it will in theory be on the album. Yes. It and will be on the album. Spanish as the name. Nice. Yes. Is that good?
Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Got some new fans in the studio. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Are they on the floor now? They, I looks like they might be. I was like, <laughs> I was like, maybe you should play in a restaurant because I want to hear that song and think of French fries. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, thanks so, so much. much, you guys, for stopping by and thank you so much sharing your experience with me you never know like what to expect but we <laughs> we uh hopefully we had a pleasant experience the past two hours definitely <laughs> yeah. definitely you make people feel very comfortable yeah oh, good i know it feels good and you didn't mind about the light, right? I mean, no, it was now perfect. It's not, it we like playing in the dark. I think. Actually, yeah. yesterday we were yeah. playing in the dark with like blue light. Yeah, it was just very dark. And it was great. Yeah. It contributes to the the ambiance, right? Yeah. Definitely. Have you guys ever been to a sh- been to shows where like the light was really weird and you felt like you were gonna have like an epileptic seizure? Yeah, I had that. It just makes <laughs> it a little. Shows like that. <laughs> For me, it was like. It was a couple years ago, but it was like a goth show, so I know it was part of the. But I was like, I feel like I'm like in a faint, or I don't know. I just feel like this isn't right, and I think it had something to do with the the lighting. But that was the only time I ever had that specific feeling at the Cat Club of all places. (laughs) Yeah. So, what would your ideal venue be in the Bay Area? To play or. Not it being slims for me, and it is being cool. Let's go in there and demand that they reopen. <laughs> that no income. Yeah. Personally, I love the Catalyst the in Santa Cruz. In Santa Cruz, I haven't been there. I haven't been awesome. there either. They have two separate. They have one for like smaller artists, and that one's awesome because you're like the artist is right there and you're right here. Yeah. 